Hi, everyone. I'm Betty, the founder of Upright, which makes delicious foods that are better for people and our planet, launching with a high-protein instant oat milk. Our vision is a world with equal access to health and sustainability. And so to help, we're launching an interview series with thought leaders and innovators who are making a difference in health, sustainability, and inclusion. I'm super excited to be kicking off our interview series with my first guest, Tiffany Leong, who's the founder of Boyi, which launched a collection of East Asian superfood teas this past year. She's an amazing innovator and also a dear friend who is a classmate of mine at Yale School of Management. We talked about her inspiration for the company, how diet influences health, the importance of inclusion and representation in food and beverage brands, and advice that's helped with her entrepreneurial journey. So without much further ado, here is our conversation. All right. Hi, Tiffany. Uh, super great to have you join me today on the Upright Podcast. How's your day going? Hi, Betty. I'm good. And thanks so much for having me. Amazing. All right. Well, I wanted to launch right into, um, you know, introducing our listeners to, to you and what you're working on, Bowie, which I think is such an amazing product. I want more people to know about it. So I'd love to start off by um, if you could tell us about what inspired you to create Bowie. Right. So Bowie is an East Asian superfood brand, and our mission is to make East Asian superfoods accessible to everyone. And we're starting out with a really delicious and healthy, ready to drink uh, superfood tea line. And uh, we have three flavors, jujube, hawthorn, and chrysanthemum. Um, and they're really good. And we just launched in New York, Connecticut, Boston, and online. So really exciting. Um, I was inspired to build Bowie because I am Chinese American and um, my mom's from Hong Kong and she would make herbal soups and drinks for me and my family every day um, growing up. And it was just a really staple part of my childhood. And as a kid, I kind of didn't really think too much of it. I was just kind of like, this is what Chinese people do. I'm just gonna like eat this stuff because my mom's making me eat it. Um, and it wasn't until uh, in my early twenties when I started working in one of my first jobs and it was uh, very, uh, a little bit intense in terms of hours. Um, and my body just kind of went um, out of whack. I had a lot of random health issues, food allergies, just like allergic reactions. Um, and I tried a lot of crazy things to heal my body, um, including cutting out the eight most common food allergens from my diet uh, for like three or four years um, and lots of other crazy stuff. And, and one day, one of my doctors told me to eat foods that my ancestors ate to heal. And she was a Western doctor as well. Um, and I thought that was a little bit crazy, but my mom was in the room at the time and she's like, yeah, this is amazing. We'll like, you know, start making these herbal soups that you used to uh, drink growing up and see what happens. And so I started doing that. Um, I started making a lot of these herbal soups and drinks my mom used to make for me. And I just um, became really obsessed with it. So one, it made me feel better physically. Um, and I was drinking it every day, just like in the morning at night. But then also um, I had moved away from home at, at that point. I was living in San Francisco and I grew up in Texas. Um, and it was also a way for me to feel kind of more connected with my mom and my culture. And I was at that point doing a lot more kind of cultural exploration. Um, and it, it just like made me feel good inside both physically and kind of like uh, just being connected with family. And at the same time, I was living with two other girls in SF and 
um, you know, they would be making stuff like bone broth and turmeric lattes and, um, and I would see my coworkers get like kale salads and acai bowls, a lot of superfoods. It was, you know, all the rage. And I thought, you know, there's hundreds of superfoods that I grew up with um, that I think people would love to discover, but they don't know it exists. Um, so yeah, unless you're Asian, you grew up eating this stuff or live next to a Chinatown and have the time to explore and, and make uh, a lot of these recipes yourself, it's, you probably don't know it exists. So um, I saw an opportunity to share this part of my culture with people and, um, and here we are. Amazing. No, I'm sure lots of people can relate to similar stories of, um, yeah, really just struggling with, you know, their, their health and how their diet impacts all of that. Um, and so, you know, can you talk more then about, um, you know, I know that Bogey is more than just the, the beverages that you mentioned, you've got um, some ideas for the future. Can you talk about what your vision and, and mission are for Bowie? Yeah, our long-term vision is to be kind of the premier East Asian superfood platform in the U.S. And um, when I say East Asian superfoods, I'm talking about kind of the popular fruits and herbs within traditional Chinese medicine. And uh, a lot of people think like, okay, this is gonna taste really bitter or herbal, but there's actually a lot of really delicious um, herbs and fruits that are in this category, including the three that we started out with, um, naturally sweet, just all around really delicious flavors. And um, we would love to kind of expand to different categories like soup kits, um, like snacks, ingredients, and there are over 500 plant-based East Asian superfoods um, that we have the opportunity to represent and introduce to this new market. So lots of different opportunities to uh, introduce super East Asian superfoods in different forms. Amazing, that makes a lot of sense. And so do you have any product that you could show our viewers and, and maybe describe it for anyone who's just listening right now? Yeah, so we just launched uh, two beverages out in the market, and the first one is jujube. So this is a Chinese red date. It's a very popular fruit um, in Asian cuisine. People literally just eat it as a snack, throw it into stir fry, throw it into like chicken ginseng soup, um, put it on top of their oatmeal. It's a very, very popular kind of tasty um, and very naturally sweet uh, fruit. And uh, some people, you know, wonder what it tastes like. It kind of tastes like a, a crisp apple. It's very similar to a, an apple and the raw form actually looks like a mini apple. And then we have Hawthorne. So Hawthorne is a small tart berry. Uh, we compare it to like a cranberry and uh, it's tart and tangy. It's really delicious. It was inspired by the candy haw flakes, which a lot of Asian Americans grew up eating. Um, and then the last one, chrysanthemum, which we're releasing in the next few weeks. This is, uh, we like to call chrysanthemum chamomile's cooler cousin. Um, so very floral, like very delicious, really refreshing and cooling. Um, and some of the health benefits. So jujube is known for uh, blood circulation, immunity, better sleep, um, stress relief, lots of like awesome benefits. Hawthorne is great for heart health and digestion. And then chrysanthemum is really known to kind of detox your body and kind of cool down your body from maybe like more unhealthy foods. So if you've been eating like stuff like fried chicken or like pizza, um, a lot of what in Chinese medicine you would call like hot foods, you would kind of counteract those types of foods with more cooling foods like chrysanthemum and any of our drinks. Yeah. 
Amazing. No, there's all there's so many benefits to all of these East Asian superfoods that I feel like not not a lot of people know about. And so, you know, curious, how did you decide to choose these ingredients specifically? How did you decide to, to launch with these these ingredients? Yeah, so I wanted to choose ingredients that I personally grew up with and I know a lot of other Asian Americans grew up with. Um, and we wanted to start out with like kind of staple uh, superfoods that people are a little bit more aware of. Um, so I know, you know, you, you throw jujube in a lot of different types of um, recipes. And again, Hawthorne was inspired by Hawflakes, which I grew up with and a lot of my Asian American friends grew up with. And then um, chrysanthemum reminded me of kind of like the Vita soy, like little chrysanthemum uh, uh, tea pouches, which are really delicious. So it was all just kind of based on um, nostalgia, nostalgic flavors, um, a lot of the stuff that my mom would make for me. Um, and we wanted to choose three that like taste very different from one another. So they're all very unique uh, flavors that are really delicious and a lot of people love even if they didn't grow up eating it so um yeah so there uh that's how we chose the three no I, I love the the idea of building on nostalgia as you know someone who is um also Chinese uh, my, my family came from China uh Hoff flakes and chrysanthemum and, and jujube were definitely big parts of my childhood and definitely uh, bring up really positive memories myself as well um, so curious, you know, you know, I know you're on the market now and you've launched, you mentioned in, in New York and Connecticut, how, how are people responding to your drinks so far? Yeah, we've, it's, it's been really great. Um, so on, on the retail side, we've been doing a lot of, um, demos like in stores and just like our farmers markets and stuff and people are really loving it so for Asian Americans it, it like you said it is a very nostalgic type of drink um some Asian Americans actually aren't aware of like what jujube is for example and it's a little bit of a reminder and a, a little bit of um education as well like hey this is like Chinese for a date and then they'll taste it and they're like yeah I've, I've had this before and same with Hawthorne so it's like a really um some people know immediately uh what it is others um are surprised in a really pleasant way. Um, some people have gotten really emotional drinking it and um, they're like, you know, I, this reminds me of like my parents, this reminds me of like home. Um, so it's a really special, it's really special to watch people's reactions. Uh, for those that aren't Asian and they try it, it's a really cool reaction as well. They're like, this is, I haven't had anything like this before, but it tastes really good. It's like really unique and they love that it's a clean label. So we formulated our drinks to not have any artificial sweeteners or preservatives. So it's very clean, very healthy. We use whole herbs to brew our uh, teas. So all the health benefits are in there. Um, high end, like very bold, uh, good flavors. And yeah, in retail, in our first few stores, we sold out in three days and we haven't been running any marketing. It's all kind of word of mouth. So that was really exciting uh, to see that. And then we also uh, launched two online uh, drops and the first one sold out within three hours and the, the second one, 70% was sold out in pre-sales. And then we, we completely sold out in, um, I think, two or three days. And we had to schedule an emergency production run just to um, replenish the inventory. So it was really exciting to see people be really interested in, in it. And we've definitely learned a lot the past three or four months and um, gonna apply some of those learnings to 
uh, version two of the label and, um, and also for our second product line, which we're going to start working on very soon. No, it's, it's so impressive, you know, how quickly you've been able to, um, to launch this, to, to get so much market, you know, traction and, and all these sales. Um, it's incredibly exciting. And so, you know, curious then, um, what have you found maybe on the flip side, because this all sounds so amazing. What have you found maybe to be the biggest barrier so far, the biggest challenge that you faced in launching Boyi? Yeah, well, there's there's a lot. I mean, the food and beverage space is hard, as you know, and, and beverage right now is like extremely hot. Um, but also, you know, there's there's a lot of um, competitors in the space, and there, we're we're the first authentic East Asian superfood drink out there. So there's no jujube drink or Hawthorne drink out there. Chrysanthemums a little bit, you know, we you had the Vita Soy kind of packets, but. Uh, we're really the first movers in the space as an authentic East Asian superfood brand, but there are a lot of beverages out there and a lot of um, kind of health drinks coming to market, which is amazing for the category, but it's, uh, I think, uh, educating the customer. Like I said earlier, uh, some Asian Americans aren't even aware of what Hawthorne is until I say like Hawthorne's, you know, or GGB is like Red Dates. Um, so, so yeah, it's a, a little bit of... Um, just like teaching the customer what it is, what the health benefits are, um, and what it tastes like. Um, so that, that's probably the biggest kind of hump, and I think it'll take time. And it's a new category that we're introducing to the market. So um, it's really exciting to kind of yeah introduce this to people and um, be the first ones to represent this category. Yeah, no, I think it's super important that you're bringing more representation to the, the market with a really innovative and incredibly healthy um, beverage. And so, you know, maybe last question for you then is what is the best piece of advice that you've received on your entrepreneurial journey so far that you would give to other founders who are early on in their journeys? Yeah, uh, what is the best piece of advice? Um, I have to remind myself this uh, <laughs> every day, but you know, I've been really lucky to speak with a lot of um, successful founders um, that have done this several times. And a lot of them, you know, say, just enjoy the journey because it's, it's long. Um, there's going to be ups and downs and to just uh, embrace kind of the challenges that, um, that come to you because there will be a lot. And realize that it's, you know, just kind of a small part of a longer um, journey and, um, and, and that's been really helpful advice because, <clears throat> you know, if there is like a roadblock, um, I'll like call other founders and they'll say like, Hey, like that's, um, you know, that like we're going through the same thing. So it's helpful to just have, um, that perspective. And then also having a really good support network, um, through to to help with those more challenging times or helping get through obstacles but then also the support group to celebrate with you when um, there are wins and you're at more of a high um, and it just makes the journey all the more um, interesting and um, yeah so just like learning to embrace everything and that it's uh, all all uh, pieces to a, a bigger puzzle. I think that's really great advice. And I think you have a lot of wins to, to celebrate and certainly a long, long road ahead, but um, it, it's super impressive the, the results that you've 
um, shown so far. And so for, for anyone who's listening right now, you know, where can I go find Bodhi? What, are, what is your website? What are all your social links? Yeah, so our website is enjoyboyi.com. So uh, enjoyboyi.com. And then all of our social, uh, we're mostly active on Instagram. So it's at enjoyboyi. Um, and yeah, you can buy our products and six pack bundles directly through us online. And we're also selling in, um, if you live in New York, Westside Market, Natural Green Health Store, Chelsea Market, we, um, our retail partners are listed on our website. And we're also in a few stores in Connecticut, uh, and Boston. And so, yeah, we're hoping to expand to more stores, but, um, yeah, feel free to check out our website and Instagram for where you can find our product. Perfect. Well, we're super excited to see you expand as well. So thanks so much again for joining us, Tiffany. Thanks, um, buddy. All right. Take care.